welcome to the Bold Dreamer podcast. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast was made because, one, it was on my heart and I felt the need to do it. And when I feel the need to do something, I do it, whether for better or for worse. And two, I think there's a lot of power to be found in having a dream, whether it's close to your chest or you're out there living it, but watching and hearing other people's stories too. I want this to be a motivational and inspirational space for people to know that whatever they want to do, they are capable of doing. And sometimes it just takes hearing other people's stories or seeing someone else do it. So I guess this is the start of season two, and I'm so glad you're still showing up. And today's episode is a simple 30-minute solo episode where I just talk about what the heck has been going on in my life in my life the last few months. Um, I talk about a little update on my health journey and finding alignment in business and setting boundaries and a lot of things that we hear before, but we've heard before, but it does not hurt to hear again. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and come sit at the table today with me. And I hope you leave this conversation a little bit inspired, a little bit fired up, a little bit thinking that you can do whatever it is that you really freaking want to do because you can. And let's get into it. Hi, guys. It has been a while. Um, I took a little break from recording and we'll get into all of that and where I went and what I was doing. And um, I don't really love to take breaks from things. People that know me in real life and probably anybody that knows me on the internet knows that about me. Um, but I really forced myself to slow down and take a break. And we can say that this episode, which is going to be a solo episode, is just going to be me unloading everything that's been going on and um, over the last few months and um, just have like a little catch-up session. And I feel like this is a really great place to start and say maybe this is episode one of season two. Um, we have some really amazing guests coming up this season, and I'm so excited to share them and their knowledge with you. Um, but yeah, so I took a few-month break. I was on a really great schedule of recording this podcast, and it was a intentional decision to kind of take a step back for a little bit. Um, if you've listened before, or also if you know me in real life or follow me on Instagram or any of those things, um, you know, I'm always not always, but sometimes my health, um, pops up as an issue. And I actually recently found myself in a little bit of a flare. I have an autoimmune condition. I hate to say it like that because it makes it seem, I guess, a lot worse than it is. And I don't want to like diminish anybody that's like really, really suffering. But when my body kind of goes into a flare and starts to have an autoimmune attack, I get something called alopecia areata. And I basically just get like big bald splotches on my head. Um, 
And it's not so much the bald spot that bothers me. It's knowing that something internally is off. And that's kind of like the last step to the body attacking itself is it, for whatever reason, attacks my hair follicles. And for the last few months, I really have just not felt my best. Um, The best way to describe it is when I'm in a flare like that, I almost feel like I have to remove my soul from my body and just kind of exist, um, not really grounded into myself because I'm so incredibly uncomfortable. That's in the form of I get edema in my ankles. I get edema in my hands. My face is puffy. My stomach is extremely uncomfortable. Anything I eat uh, just turns me into a painful balloon. And of course, I lose my hair. On top of that, I get extreme fatigue. Um, You know, imagine being able to power through the morning and then around 12, 1, 2, it's like all motivation stops, all energy stops, and I feel like I absolutely have to crash. And when you have a business, you can't really crash. That's not exactly an option. So when this happens, I find myself powering through it like a lot of us do and I have really been trying to practice being just a little more kind to myself and a little more gentle with myself and giving myself permission to stop because I think because so much of my work gets done from home and the house and on the computer and, you know, we have the warehouse and all of that, um, I feel like people that are going into work are more validated in their rest than I am. I don't know. It's a very weird thing that I, I um, battle myself with mentally because it's not true at all. Like anybody that works from home deserves just as much rest as anybody working in an office or whatever they're doing. But the one place that I was really able to tangibly stop was this podcast. And although it doesn't take an extreme amount of effort for me, it was just one thing to take off my plate that made my life a little bit easier. And while I kind of healed myself back up and I get asked so much, like, what are you doing? Or what do you think about this or the ingredients in this? And, um, For those of you that don't know, I've been on a holistic health journey for like the last decade. And I do not say that lightly. I started and I was like, okay, I'll go gluten-free. And that was kind of the start of it. Constantly chasing, trying to figure out why I constantly felt like absolute shit. (laughs) And not a lot of people have been able to give me really good answers. Um, Pretty much the things that have stuck that have really helped my health in the long run is being gluten-free. I don't really drink alcohol ever, like maybe once a year. Uh, I think that really, really helps. And I mean, this all sounds so trite. Like, okay, I know. Like, don't drink, don't eat like an asshole and move your body. But really, um, those three things I think have been integral to me being able to at least come out of the worst of it. So sometimes when I'm feeling really good, you know, I kind of take it for granted and 
I was feeling really, really good all of last year and probably, well, not probably in December, I went through an IVF cycle. I got uh, diagnosed with diminished ovarian reserve last year and at 34, 35, the doctors are quick to tell you that you are running out of time and options. So we tried to be proactive and if kids are in our future, we figured, you know, let's give it a go. Let's give it a shot. And we were lucky enough to be able to afford a round of egg retrieval and embryo freezing. So all of that to say, I went through IVF last December and ever since then, my body has been revolting. As you can imagine, a body would do after being injected with hormones for weeks and just kind of like the stress of it all, even though I don't feel super stressed about it. um, I think I handle stress well and like a lot of us do just kind of like push it down as deep as it absolutely will go. And slowly from January on, I've kind of felt my body reverting back to the way it felt when I was my sickest. And that's just inflamed out of my mind, bald spots galore, and just tired. And then, of course, when you're absolutely dead tired through the whole day, you do not sleep through the night. And it just all kind of snowballs. And eventually, after enough of like chasing this symptom and chasing this symptom, um, it catches up to you. And all of a sudden, you feel really, really, really sick. So that's kind of what happened. And I found a naturopath out here in Southern California, and she is an absolute angel. And sometimes, even though I've gotten so fluent in holistic health, like I know what supplement to take for this. I know when to, you know, step back on eating a certain food. I know when to add certain foods in. She put it so well because we tend to have like blind spots for ourselves. And that's applicable to so many different areas of life. And for me, this was a blind spot in my health. And I just couldn't hit the nail on the head of what the heck was going on. I knew it was from the IVF, but I could not kick it. I could not. I thought it was candida. I thought it was SIBO. I thought it was, I don't know, everything that you could think it was. And I just couldn't find the right supplement and food combination to feel better. And it's so funny because with the smallest tweaks, literally the smallest tweaks ever, I feel like a different person. I feel back in my body. I feel awake and alert all day long. I feel like I could work nonstop, which we're working on not doing, but I feel like I can. And I just want to like share those with you guys because we don't believe in gatekeeping around here. So the first thing that she did was put me on something called the bean protocol, which I have actually tried a few years ago and I felt good doing it, but a component of the bean protocol, obviously you're eating a ton of beans, um, but you also add in a good amount of fat and that fat a lot of time comes in the form of nuts. And I just could not stomach them. 
like I mean you have to eat like a cup of nuts a day it is insane it is too many nuts and I just couldn't do it so I gave up on it a few years ago even though my stomach was feeling better and she has me back on the bean protocol in a way that works for me you know I'm subbing avocado instead of nuts and all that stuff Um, she has me drinking like herbal elixirs right now I'm mixing oat straw and lemon balm and what is the other one she has me doing one more oh my gosh I can't think of it oat straw lemon balm rose hip maybe I don't know I can't think of it it's all downstairs but I basically put them in a giant jug the the tea leaves or the herb leaves in a giant jug in the beginning of the day and then I drink that as my water all day long and then obviously like water in there too. Um, so I'm doing that. We've switched my supplements up a little bit. I actually stopped taking a probiotic um, that seemed to just make my symptoms a little worse, which is crazy because everyone's like probiotic, probiotic. But I stopped mine. Um, on the days that I can't get enough beans in, I sub it for psyllium husk, which is just basically what the beans and the psyllium husk do are they they remove the bile and all the toxins that your liver is just constantly um, recycling that your body can't get rid of. So what she thinks was happening with me was the IVF hormones and drugs and all of that stopped my liver up and my body just could not clear it on its own. So it was like this endless cycle of hormone in, hormone out, but then hormone goes back in and then hormone goes back out. So the idea behind the beans and the psyllium husk is that they're going to like pull those hormones out for me. Um, she started me on a supplement called Ion. I'd I've heard of almost every supplement that exists out there. I've heard of almost every protocol that exists out there. I've never heard of this one. Maybe I'd seen it, but like in passing, you know, when you're scrolling and I still honestly don't even really know what it is. I know it's like the anecdote to our soil, not having enough nutrients and having like bad stuff in it that goes into our food. But when you're taking it, it's in liquid form and it literally tastes like kind of water. And I'm like, there's no way that this could be helping me. Lo and behold, I feel amazing taking it. Uh, digestion, 12 out of 10. Uh, I've cut out dairy and sugar, which I never really was big on anyway. And also, I'm not very big on elimination diets as it is because I tend to get a, like a little bit of eating disorder tendencies, I guess. Um, I struggle with that when I was younger. And so I try not to follow too many protocols that cut things out. But for the meantime, um, I have basically cut dairy and sugar. And I'm trying to think of anything else. I do take digestive bitters um, in the form of like apple cider vinegar and some other herbs. And I'm supposed to cut coffee out, but anyone that knows me or listens here knows that has been a struggle. So we've made it to half-calf. That's about as far as we've gotten. But yeah, super small tweaks. I know that probably sounds like a lot because I just like rambled all of them off, but super small tweaks and it makes the biggest difference. And bless this woman because on top of that, she has also prescribed me to get back to my uh, manifestation meditations that I love to do. I 
used to do them a lot and then I kind of get in a good headspace and I let them go to the wayside. But, you know, we tend to do that. We do something that's really good for us and then we feel like we don't need it anymore and, and we stop doing it. And why do we stop doing it? We should always do the things that make us feel good. And also another lifestyle thing. So I do Peloton workouts pretty much like every day-ish. I'll do like a good 30-minute Peloton workout, do some like light weights and all of that. And that for those of us that have like high cortisol or um, high stress in any capacity, whether we're aware of it or not, the harder you work out is actually the harder it is on your body. And a lot of times our bodies react super negatively to working out, like hit workouts, like think orange theory two times a day, like people do. And it actually is detrimental to our health as opposed to beneficial to it, which is really hard concept to grasp, especially if you're somebody that's like, if I don't work out, I'll gain weight or whatever. But she really, really got on me. That was like, your nervous system needs to chill out. So I do 20 minutes of light movement a day. And I'm sleeping amazing. Oh, I also started doing castor oil packs. So this is like I'm rambling. But all of these little changes to say, I now feel amazing again. I feel like I am back in my body. If you have any questions about any of that shit that I just rambled, like, please just send me a message. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, But that kind of just goes into the bigger picture that one, sometimes we're so hard on ourselves that we create these blind spots and we just go through the movements of life and are on autopilot and we become unaware of the things that our body needs or is lacking um, or things that we used to do and we've stopped doing and we can't figure out why we don't feel good. Um, And that's really applicable to like a lot of scenarios in life. So while I've been getting back on my health bullshit, um, I also took a break from the podcast. And now that I'm feeling really good, it feels really aligned to hop back on here, like get chatting with you guys again. And also in the time that I, I was forced to stop to, because you really do to feel better, you have to stop. You have to. And it's hard because we have jobs and kids and animals and practices to go to, but you have to find time in your day to stop, even if it is the 10 minutes before you close your eyes at night in bed. Um, And while I have been stopped, I've been so reflective on what is next in this iteration of my life. And I have kind of come and had a lot of epiphanies during this time and slowly I'm trying to integrate them into my life, I guess. And one of those is boundaries. Can we talk about them? We all know we need to have them and none of us actually have them. So what boundaries look like for me is obviously saying no to things that I don't want to do. And also really sticking up for myself, especially in business. And um, I know a lot of people like to 
take every opportunity that's coming their way because they want exposure or they want to work with a certain brand or, you know, it's just like you feel like you have to say yes or you're doing yourself a disservice. And something that I've really, really been working on is no, we don't have to say yes to every person that gives us a proposition. And for me personally, a lot of times that looks like people wanting deals or people wanting me to do things special for them or sending free products so they can try it. And it's been as simple as me being like, no, my time is valuable. My product is valuable. My product is good. And I can't be giving it away for free to a ton of people. And I realized that I was so often bending over backwards to make other people happy and appease other people that I was putting my needs aside. And I that's how, where I find like resentment comes from or you're doing something and you're pissed you're doing it because you said yes to somebody that you know you wanted to say no to. So, you know, how do I implement these boundaries? Sometimes I let email sit for a few days. Um, you know, we have this tendency to think that everybody needs an answer back immediately, but like they don't, they're fine. They sent the email and they probably forgot about it. So I let email sit for a few days and I really let myself simmer and think about what it is I want. Um, and it's pretty amazing because as I've been implementing these boundaries, I feel like I've been getting a little confidence, which like I don't have a lot of to begin with. A lot of people think I do, but like I really, really don't. And because every time you say no to something or every time you put a proposition that is on your terms to somebody, you're like, damn, I'm capable. Like I'm so capable of X, Y, and Z or whatever I want. And it slowly starts to build up and it's like, it's pretty cool. So what does that confidence look like for me? One, the ability to say no. We went over that. Two, that confidence looks like no. When I see like a retailer that I think is out of reach or somebody that I want to work with, whether it's like an influencer or a marketing person or I don't know, fill in the blank. And I think, I'm just this little tiny brand that nobody knows who I am. Why the heck would they want to work with me? It's like, no, give yourself some credit where credit is due. Like I've created something beautiful and I want to work with them and maybe they want to work with me too. And it's been this really beautiful snowball effect of stemming from finding my health again, getting my health back. And like, you know, I wasn't bedridden per se. And I wasn't that sick. Um, but when you've felt really good before, you know what it's like when you stop feeling good. And when you suffer from any type of autoimmune condition, it puts you out. So really slowing down has had all these like amazing positive effects on me. And another one, is I've really reflected on like, where do I want Orchid and Ash to go? What do I want Orchid and Ash to be? What do I want my life to be? And it's funny because in this quiet time, I've had a ton, a ton 
of people reach out about businesses they want to start, about do you have an idea for this, about I am thinking about starting a brand, would you want to be on the advisory board for it? And I'm like, me? Have you met me? Why would you want me to do that? Why do you want my advice? Um, but it's really made me think like sometimes things that are the most aligned with us are a blind spot. And I think value that I offer to other people and people that have businesses or want to start businesses is a personal blind blind spot for myself because I've gotten so used to and comfortable with like struggling. When you have a small business, you are struggling in some sense of the word every day, whether it's lack of sales or lack of inspiration or lack of motivation, or you're buried in orders, which is amazing, but it feels like a burden. Like there's always something that feels like it's a million pounds of bricks, just completely weighing down your body. And I think because I have these feelings, I am like, I am not an authority in the space. Like I don't know enough to help somebody, but as of late, I'm like, no, I really think I do. And I love not just like giving advice to people, but I love holding somebody's hand and watching them chase the fuck out of the dream that they have. It is so fun to watch it unfold. It's no secret that I'm like addicted to the beginning stages of a business. And I'm like, God, what better way to kind of fulfill that desire than to just help other people do theirs. And it's like, I'm getting a new one all the time. So I've actually started toying with starting, like, of course, still having Orchid and Ash, but having maybe like a consulting business too, um, just because I'm already giving out this advice for free all the time. And it goes back to the boundaries, right? Like, dang, I just was on the phone with somebody for two hours or just answered like a super long email with a million questions about starting a business. And I'm like, wait, my time is worth something too. And that's been kind of a really beautiful revelation. So I've been like working on what that looks like. And it's just been really fun. And um, it's really a testament that shows when you give yourself space, the things that come through. And a lot of times they're really unexpected. And sometimes the quiet time in our life can really be this like beautiful turning point into like what's next or the next chapter. And I kind of feel like, you know, I've been on this trajectory and the last few months have been quiet per se, but they're nudging me just enough to start whatever's next. And, you know, so I have an, I have an impulsive personality. So a lot of times I'll get an idea for something and I want to act on it immediately. But um, these things feel really good. And I feel like I'm just going to sit on them for a little while and continue to implement the things that feel good for me in personal life and in business. So, you know, I'm kind of letting Orchid and Ash ride. I'm always working on like a new scent or something like that. But I, you guys, in my mid thirties, what is this? My, uh, it's not a mid year, midlife crisis. It's not a quarter life crisis. It's like a 
thrice life crisis. I don't know what it would be called, but I just like adore skincare. I adore it. And I adore the process of creating things and I adore ingredients that come from the earth, but I also adore ingredients that are clean and work. And I have had this like skincare line on my heart for a really long time. So I've been like taking the steps toward getting that going and seeing what that looks like and if I can even afford it. And it's so funny because sometimes I feel like it's like, oh, that is so out of reach. But when things are aligned, do you really find a way to make it work? And it usually happens pretty divinely, which is pretty powerful as well. Um, Yeah, so I really just feel like this little health blip, we'll call it, has pushed me into a season of alignment and continuing to be as it comes up a lot on this podcast, but like be as authentic as I possibly can be. And I know in my logical mind and in my soul's mind that the more aligned we are, the more fulfilling life is and the more things flow. And as you tap into that authenticity of yourself all these things start to line up in a way that you couldn't even imagine because that is like some divine, universal, beautiful, crazy thing that's happening where it's like, if you're into the spirit realm or whatever, but like your spirit guides are like letting out an exhale, like, oh, there she is, you know, and, and things start to happen for you. So I've been working on my authenticity and really, I think I know who I am at this point, but also not being scared to share it. So I think a lot of us feel like we have parts of ourselves that we need to hide. Hello, shadow. Um, And I've kind of just said, fuck it lately. Like if anybody here follows me on TikTok, I've gone rogue. I'm just like, I post about working in Ash and I post about like aligned businesses. And then I post about like, hey, like I cleaned out my closet. Like let's figure out how to dress myself at the tender age of 35. And I'm like, you know what? This is just who I am. I It is who I am. And it's been pretty fascinating to sit with myself and be like, hey, this is who I am. And you know what? I kind of like her. And the right people will like her too. Um, anyways, uh, this was a total ramble. 30 minutes of rambling. If you're still here, God bless you. 30 minutes of rambling. But what I want you to take away from listening to this. Yes, did I talk about me? Yes, because I can only speak from my own experiences. Like it's just that's how life is, you know, like we can speak from what we know. And I call it my toxic positivity. When bad stuff happens, I tend to find the golden, silver, platinum lining of the terrible situation. And I think really beautiful things can happen even when things feel like they're crumbling, but you have to be willing to let them and you have to be willing to show up for yourself. And whatever that looks like for you, whether it's taking a walk or whether it's 
making a cup of tea before you go to bed. I mean, like that's risky because, you know, we're all going to wake up at 2 a.m. if we have a cup of tea before bed. But it's still so ritualistic and beautiful. Um, And or just having I don't even want to say a false sense of success, but like, damn, believe in yourself like you're out there doing whatever you're doing and you're showing up for yourself, whether it's at a job or at a business or you're wanting to start a business and you're just starting to journal about it. Like you're showing up for yourself and you're believing in yourself. And that, as I say it out loud, sounds like the most cliche thing I've ever seen. I'm full of cliches, but it is so freaking transformational because then you start taking the steps that you've been putting off taking. And when you start taking them is when the magic starts to happen. So I could just keep talking, but I'm going to leave you with this. If it is something that is on your heart, and even if you are going through a time that does not feel very good, something good can still be happening. And whether it's health-related, if it's health-related, feel free to reach out. Take notes on whatever I rambled about, you know, 20 minutes ago telling you about my protocol, which is an amazing protocol, by the way. I do feel phenomenal. Um, But whether it's a health thing or you're going through something in your relationship or work is just rough, like just because that one thing is bad doesn't put a hindrance on the rest of your entire life. And it's just a function of continuing to move forward in a way and space that feels good to you. Because if it feels good, it is aligned. And if we are aligned, we can be authentic. And when we are authentic, the fucking magic happens. And I'm going to leave you with that. And I love you so much. And it feels so good to be back. And I hope you have a takeaway from this. And I can't wait to get back to interviewing some of the most amazing souls. And it's going to be a really great, we're going to call it second season. Um, Thank you so much for showing up. And I am so freaking honored that you sit with me during this time. And I hope you have the best day and week. And I am sending so much love to you.